Thanks so much for joining me on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. How are you today? Doing great. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm excited that we were able to connect. Uh, you know, fellow Massachusetts company, it's, it's always great to, to connect with a, a local company. Uh, surprisingly, you know, the podcast being headquartered in, in Massachusetts, I, I think you're one of like two or three guests out of uh, our almost 100 guests so far that are actually from Mass- like in the Massachusetts area. So this is cool. Um, I, I would like to just kind of dive right into it. If you could tell the audience a little bit about your background and then we'll go from there. Sure. Um, so I'm a physician and that's how I got into healthcare is I actually trained in and then did my residency in uh, internal medicine and pediatrics. Um, and then, you know, I, I learned that I was really most interested in changing the system almost from the outside and that there was so much work to do inside technology. Um, and that got me interested in business, the business of medicine. I learned the business of medicine through a, a six year stint at McKinsey and Company. Um, uh, and that's where I kind of learned how payers and providers and pharmaceutical companies interrelate and um, kind of got the overall grand picture about, um, you know, the, the system and its issues. And, um, and then I got very interested in working with uh, technology companies. Um, and I kind of brought back that interest. And from that point on, I've been the CEO of a series of healthcare IT companies. Um, I'm also, also an active board member at a couple of companies, but the, but the common theme, no doubt, is improving um, the overall healthcare system. Um, and, um, and lately there's been a little bit of theme of improving um, the caregiver. Um, so the prior company to this one um, was uh, e-learning and assessment company that uh, worked with nurses and physicians all over the country and was really about upgrading their ability to make the right uh, understanding and judgment uh, in different situations. Um, and that has then played into Laudia, which is a HR workforce focused company, which is all about improving management and healthcare. And the idea being very simple that if you're able to upgrade the managers and uh, improve the management of the frontline employees in healthcare, then the whole system can improve. So it's amazingly system simple, but it's actually kind of complex to do. Interesting. So you've you've always really liked being in the healthcare space. Um, do you feel each new venture that you're able to take learnings from the the previous venture and use them in your current venture to uh, maybe either make less mistakes or uh, be able to have more progress at a faster pace? Yeah, 100%. I mean, uh, for whatever reason, the last few companies that I've been involved with have sold software to health systems. And health systems are a really unique beast um, in terms of how they operate, how they run. It's not like a typical company. And very long sales cycles and uh, you know, certain skills are required to um, really support them and meet them where they are and help them improve. And I think that's one example, Jared, of something that, you know, the more you do it, the more companies you see and start in the space, the more you understand how to bring something that will be truly helpful and also uh, to get it to distribute and sell. Um, so, um, you know, still haven't 
gotten the sales cycle below six months or so. Um, so it's, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a longer term sale to health system, but I've learned over the years how to work it from over 12 months down to six months as an example, um, where the budgets are in health systems, how they think about spending money, where to create value, how to best get introductions, and that whole network effect, you know, it kind of catches on after a while. Makes sense. Yeah, it's uh, for that's been the, the biggest kind of piece of frustration I've heard from non healthcare entrepreneurs that want to get into healthcare. They have no idea about the sales cycles when trying to sell directly to the health systems. They can have a really good platform, right? Really good product. Uh, but many, many actually end up taking a look elsewhere um, than, than selling directly to these health systems to start off because they can't, you know, sometimes as a small startup, you can't afford to go directly after these large health systems. Number one, because you might not be able to deliver. And two, you can't wait, like you said, six months um, as a startup. It, it can be very difficult unless you've been there, done that before. Yeah, totally. You know, I, I actually still need to do it. But at one point, I promised myself that I would write a blog post that said, never start a company selling to health systems for less, with less than $10 million. And the reason is, is that you actually need uh, that type of a war chest to not only sustain the sales cycles, which is what you just mentioned, but also one of the interesting things about health systems is they're not buying point solutions anymore. They're really, there's been, at least with the top, say, 100 systems, they're really trying to consolidate vendors and put in real platforms and not deal with a bunch of paper cut startups that, you know, just um, do one thing and just one tiny thing. They're much more willing to buy from vendors that offer more of a platform that they can bolt on additional product or fun functionality. And that puts more pressure on the development cycle for a startup. I mean, you've got to think at, at the platform level from day one, if you're going to get in there. Um, so it's both sales cycle and product actually. Um, and it's getting harder and harder. It's not getting easier. Yeah, good luck trying to put together an MVP and get a pilot with a, a health system. Like you're saying, they want to see that platform and it needs to be a much more complete product for them to even want to test it, want to use it, right? Um, no, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and I, you know, I, I think it, it has uh, to some degree um, dampened some of the entrepreneurial ecosystem selling to health systems. Um, you know, health plans, um, which is another major part of the ecosystem, seem to be more willing to experiment with um, MVPs and um, point solution type products. I think they're also starting to consolidate a little bit, but they're not you know, as focused on it. Um, but with health systems, it's hard. And I think that you know, maybe as some of the app la layers open up in these health systems, it'll become easier. Um, you know, I, we're, I'm waiting to see the 10 biggest companies that um, can drive 100% of their business and sustainability on something like the Epic App Orchard. That has not really happened yet. It might be happening. There's a lot of IP issues and whether Epic sort of then builds that product once the app is taking off. And it doesn't really feel like a Salesforce-like ecosystem on which companies that are the apps can really be sustainable and amazing. But that would be the next level of change that would have to happen to change this dynamic. Interesting. Yeah, no, that's, that's really good feedback. Um, 
actually, I mean, there, you've, you've said a lot of great things on the podcast, but that's actually one of the, I would say, even the most interesting pieces. Might have to use that as your, uh, your, your tagline uh, video, you know, 30 seconds. Uh, I think that'll get a lot of attention, but okay. Well, where, where can people learn more about uh, Laudio? So, you know, our website, www.laudio.com is definitely the best place to go to learn about Laudio. Um, there you can actually see the product, see how it works, watch a video of the product, but then importantly also um, see all the customer um, validation around the product. Uh, the, the best thing about what we're doing is that we're providing a service that these health systems and the managers and health systems find super valuable. Um, and it, it, it's actually non-obvious to someone who doesn't know Laudio how valuable these tools actually are. And we provide all of that at Laudio.com. Okay. I'll, I'll throw that in the show notes so everyone will be able to quickly access it. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to add before, before we wrap up uh, about Laudio or about the, the state of healthcare in general? Sure. You know, I think that um, this idea we're going through a very special time right now, right? So we're in the middle of a pandemic. Um, healthcare workers are taking it on the chin. Um, and with each of the waves, it gets worse for them. Back in the spring, uh, you know, healthcare workers are and were heroes. And they got a lot of credit for that. People banging the pots and pans out of their windows and um, celebrating them, rightfully so. But now with this latest surge, um, there's not as much celebration. They're still putting their lives on the line to care, take care of folks who've caught COVID. And we're in a world of healthcare worker burnout. I mean, it's, it's really striking to talk to the health systems about um, how big an issue that has become. And so what are the solutions to that? And I think Laudio is a solution to that because one of the main things we do is we attach the manager to their frontline staff in a way that prevents and reduces burnout. And that just might be what we need to get through this crisis. Um, and uh, you know we've got proof of it uh, working very well in the health systems where we're installed. So we've measured pre and post uh, the install of audio and seen engagement massively increase in frontline employees and retention massively increase in frontline employees. And we're just now getting at quality of care and patient experience and all the other elements that are really important. And so I think, you know, at this time more than any other, we're bringing a solution I think is really important, not just for health systems, but for anyone that would go to a health system like you and me. Um, so it's an exciting time and um, we're excited to be playing a, a role in supporting the health system get to the other side of this. Perfect. Yeah, no, thank you for sharing that. Uh, we're, we're certainly in an interesting time. Uh, and I, I'll tell you, I look forward to following, you know, your career continuously and, and the progress of Laudio moving forward as well. And uh, I will throw, like I said, everything in the show notes. And hopefully, you know, maybe we can have you on again sometime to kind of hear where you're at and, and what you're working on. But thank you so much again for, for joining me. Thanks for having me, Jared. Um, good luck to you as well. Thanks.
Hey everyone, I wanted to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Block Health. Block Health is building the ecosystem of healthcare solutions and services to power the future of healthcare. Through Block Health, healthcare professionals and organizations can use their credentialing data for more. They can use the platform to store their credentialing and licensing related documents, fill out a smart common application that could be used to order multiple different services like provider enrollment, state license registration, state license renewals, and much more. To learn more about Block Health, please go to www.blochealth.com. Thank you to everyone that listened to this week's episode of the Slice of Healthcare podcast. If you'd like to check out more of our podcasts, we're available on all the major podcast channels. And you can check us out on our website, www.sliceofhealthcare.com. And that'll have all of our past guests on there. Uh, you can see our sponsors and you can learn more about actually becoming a guest. Thanks and look forward to another episode next week.